The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Well, I must have not been paying attention When you were just talking to me Do you think that you could repeat the question? Oh, good. I'm going to sample ballot here for sale. Oh. There it is. Click your side. I got everything here. I got sheriff, register of deeds. Unopposed, though. Unopposed, bro. Uh, here they come. Ba, 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 ba. I didn't hear Dave oh, do that. Dear. He can't fire him, He had him, a though. cigar in his mouth. He he's wasn't the, ready. He's the owner, so we can't fire yes, him. No. All right. Let's get this show on the road, right, shall we? Go. I guess. Hi, how you guys doing? My name is Tom Duggan here with the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, atop Two Guys Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Now, last week we uh, came in and did a show on the Massachusetts ballot questions. And uh, I know a lot of people didn't watch that show uh, because everybody does everything last minute, right? No one's going to think about the ballot questions until two days before the election. And then everybody's going to be scrambling to try and figure out what's going on. Those of you who pay attention to my show, you're going to be ahead of the curve. But hopefully, um, before the election, people will find that show and they'll go through it and see whether or not they want to vote the way I'm voting. They can vote, you know, you can vote however you want. Sometimes I, they I, write them in a way that makes you think the opposite. The opposite, right? right. Yeah. So you got to really pay attention. So on, on, on question four in Massachusetts, make sure you're voting no, right? No on four. No on four. No on four. Uh, and that's to give illegal aliens uh, uh, driver's licenses and all kinds of free bannies. In New Hampshire, though, you get a lot of uh, – quite a few races up here in New Hampshire that are being watched at the national level and a lot of uh, contested races. So I thought I'd bring in Dave Graffalo from Two Guys Smoke Shop, who's the owner here at Studio 21. He's a New Hampshire resident. He's involved locally with, uh, with politics. Before we get to, like, the political stuff, though – it's it's tough. It's got to be tough owning a owning a business in an industry that is that is hated by a political party. Oh yeah, 
Oh, right? yeah. Like, you, there's an entire political party that just hates your industry. Hates yes. you. They hate everybody you do business with, everybody yeah. who buys from you. They want me out of business. They do. So is, is there anything coming up to make your life more difficult as a tobacco? Because, <laughs> you know, all those mass holes are coming up here in New Hampshire. And what's weird is, like, they're fleeing Massachusetts because it's so crazy then they come here and they vote for all the same stupid shit yeah. that made Massachusetts suck. Even the people that run for office. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I I could never figure that out. Like you're you're leaving. It's kind of like it's like it's like leaving a war torn area and then starting another war in the place that you go. Like well, you just left there. Why did you leave? Twenty seven years ago, I left because of attacks on tobacco, and I closed my three stores and started all over again. And it took many many years to get back up to the three stores I have. Um, but that wasn't my political thing of raising taxes and putting a tax on something. So I left. I am a masshole, but uh, I did not bring that with, with me. You. It, was, it wasn't with me anyway. I came where I thought I was liked better, and this was a very, very Republican state when I came here yep. 27 years ago. But it has been changing and changing, and they call it purple. Well, besides our governor, uh, it is not purple. It is completely blue, right? Right. So uh, midterms are here. Hopefully we turn that around and um, because they can see everything that has happened within the state. It did not go good. Right. At uh, what point do, do New Hampshire natives say, we've had enough of the mass holes, we've had enough of the liberal bullshit, um, we're going to go back to what we were doing? Like, is that going to happen? I or? think they have. They, they, you know, if, if you look further north or something, they vote to the right. Yep. But when you come closer to the border of these people that crossed over the border mm -hmm. and came, and it goes the other way. They're voting for all the yeah. liberal stupid yeah. stuff. Yeah. So what we need is we need more conservatives to move to New Hampshire. That's what we need. And to be honest with you, if Mara Healy wins, and I think there's probably like a 90% chance she's going to win in Massachusetts, I'm like I'm a year or so or maybe even less away from, from moving to New Hampshire. I actually started looking for – I need a place where I can – I can live and work, like a home office. That's, yes. what, that's what I'm looking for. Well, you're going to save six and a quarter percent right on your state income tax because yep. we don't have state income tax here yep. either. Uh, but you're going to miss a few things. You've got to go to the dump. You've got to, right, you right. know, there's, there's things that you're, you're missing. Uh, sidewalks, you know, you don't take a walk on the sidewalk because there isn't many sidewalks. Uh, but you get used to it really quick. Yep. You know, I, I didn't know uh, when you flush the toilet, you know, doesn't what ends up happening. They go, oh, no, it's a leach field and you have to get it pumped out. And I'm like, what? You yeah. know? For, yeah. As a city boy, what? You're right. <laughs> so up here, up here in New Hampshire, we've got the the big race that everybody's talking about all over the country is the is the race, the U.S. Senate race. Because if you do the math, the way it looks is that if New Hampshire goes Republican, the Senate in D.C. goes Republican. The Democrats will lose the Senate, and if it goes Democrat, Democrats hold the Senate, which means the president can put anybody he wants on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Now, the last person he appointed couldn't even define what a woman was. So if you're not scared at the prospect, even if you like Joe Biden, if you're not scared at the prospect of that guy putting somebody on the court who doesn't know what a woman is, who can't define a woman, then, the, then there's something wrong with you if you're not scared by that. I'm frightened by yeah. that. Yeah. Or, or who we have is Maggie Hassan, and Maggie just votes whatever way they all vote mm -hmm. every single time. That's what it is. Uh, when, when she was a governor here, it seemed like she had a thought herself, but that that went away. Right. And um, but unfortunately, uh, she's leading uh, between ten and thirteen percent, depending on what poll you look at. And here's the amazing thing: uh, she has spent twenty-one million dollars, twenty-one million dollars for a seat that 
you know. What do they make? A hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah, a couple hundred thousand right, tops. Right, right. Twenty-one million. Where her competitor, um, Don Bullock, he has spent five hundred and thirty thousand. That's crazy. And he's only like ten to fifteen points behind right. her. By right, he should be up. Right. Maggie Hassan voted to shut down pipelines, which made our gas gas uh, yeah. prices go up. Um, and she, then lies and says she didn't. Right. But, but the, you can look look at how she voted, and then she says something. Right. Uh, so just a, just a liar. Right. And and I watch her commercials. I talked about this on a previous show. I watch her commercials, and they use the word bipartisan like 48 times in the first minute of her commercial. And I'm like, okay, so let me look up. So I looked up her voting record, and she's 100% with Joe Biden. Yes, I did too. Look, if you were 95% with Joe Biden, you could say, well, yeah, but you know what? I'm bipartisan. 5% of the time, I actually agree with the Republicans. Yeah. She's 100%. 100%. She's no Gene. Listen, I love Gene Shaheen. I know that a lot of my conservative friends don't, but a lot of my conservative friends do. Um, every time I've called Gene Shaheen's office for a homeless issue, because um, we're right on the border of New Hampshire, yeah. uh, and, and we work with House of Mercy and Isaiah 58, um, Maggie Hassan's office calls me back. I mean, uh, um, Gene Sheen's office calls me back right away. Yeah. And even though I'm a conservative who lives out of state, they get back to me right away. We work out whatever the issue is. And I say, you know, that constituent services, no matter how you vote, if you're good at constituent services, that's somebody I'm always going to support. You try calling Maggie Hassan's office for anything. Yes. Nobody gets back to you. And, and nobody gets back Jean to Jean you. Jean Shaheen was a better governor, too. She, she was just like that. You could get a hold of her mm-hmm. if you had to, and she, and she went to work. Right. Where uh, Maggie Hassan didn't as a governor, and, and certainly well, not as a senator. Well, she's lazy. Yeah. She, has, she has learned what I call the Barry Feingold rule. Barry Feingold's our state senator down in Andover. And he has been a state senator and a state rep for a total of He's maybe- a lawyer? Yeah. Okay. And he's been in, in elected office as a state rep or a state senator for about 22 years. He has submitted one bill in 22 years, the baby drop-off bill, where you can, if you don't want your kid, you can leave it at like a post office or a fire station. And that's it. Everything else, he just votes however his party. And he has learned, and that's why I call it the Barry Feingold rule, yeah. what Maggie Hassan has learned, which is if you do nothing, if you just get in and do nothing, but vote exactly the way your party wants on everything, you get a job for life. Yeah, it's you get a job way, for life. Right? And Play it safe. Right, and millions of dollars in your campaign account that you can throw around and do whatever you, pretty much whatever you want with. She certainly didn't get the $21 million here in New Hampshire. Right. And that's what she did as of August 24th. That, that's the numbers that, as of August 24th. Mm-hmm. So you got all of September and we're right. into half of October now. Can you imagine what the number is? So they outspend anyway, mm-hmm. as it happened with, with every one of them. I was, I was, if I didn't know... Anything about either candidate. And I was not a conservative. I didn't have a political ideology. And I watched that commercial where Maggie Hassan exploits her special needs son. Oh, yeah. And puts the picture of her special needs son in a political commercial to exploit him for political gain. If I knew nothing about either candidate, I'd be voting against her just for that alone. That was... I worked with mentally retarded adults. I don't know what do we call them these days. Is a new word for the new politically correct word every day. But I I worked with special needs adults for almost ten years. I worked at American Training. I worked at Fidelity House. I worked at Class. And I can't even I can't even imagine in my head a mother who would think that it was okay to put their kid in a commercial to exploit them for political gain. I can't even imagine it. Like all the parents, all the families that I dealt with over the years, I can't imagine one of them doing that. And when I saw it, I thought, okay, maybe I just saw that wrong until I saw it again and I paid more attention. And I was like, holy shit, she really is exploiting her special needs kid to get votes. Yeah. Now imagine if a Republican did that. 
that would be the top news story on CNN for a week about how he was exploiting special needs people. Right. And they would make it a negative because he's a Republican. But she's a Democrat, so she can get away with whatever she wants because the media's on the Democrat side. Yeah. Uh, she's been slinging all the shit, too, That's uh, as opposed to saying what she did. All her, you know, you say she mentions Republican a hundred times. That's because all she's done is slinging shit as right. opposed to saying right. what she did because she hasn't done anything. Does she have anything that she's like very finally able to accomplish at least one thing in 22 years? Has she gotten any, did she, has Not she sponsored any bill at all that's made anybody's life better I don't in any so. way? Other than shutting down pipelines, allowing illegal aliens to come across the border, right. voting to give them voting to give them benefits and all the other crap that the Democrat Party wants. And, and by the way, sending billions of dollars to Ukraine and other countries to secure. The, do you know we're spending millions of dollars in Jordan to build a build, to build a border wall yes. in Jordan? Yes, I do. do I, but most people may not know that. Yeah. That's a fact. You can look that up. The United States is spending billions of dollars. We're sending it to the country of Jordan because which they need to have safe borders. Which, by the way, is a Muslim country. Yeah. Okay, where you have no free rights, no no free speech, yeah. no anything. They'll, they'll chop your hand off if you say something bad about the government. We're, built, we're spending our American tax money on their border while we're allowing millions of people from all over the world to come across our border. At the same time, we're buying oil from Venezuela now. Right. We're begging them for, for uh, more. And this whole country has gone backwards. If this midterm election does not go proper, take a look at what this country is going to look like in two more years. Right. Because you see what happened in the last two years. Right. Can you just imagine what's going to happen? The whole country is going to look like San Francisco. Yeah. You're going to have homeless people everywhere. Yeah. Right? You're already starting to see it now, right? It's starting to... It's the, the number one issue on most Americans' minds besides the economy is drug addiction and the homeless issue because they go together. Yes. And Maggie Hassan has done nothing for either one. No. She's an... Av- Jean Shaheen, she might be a left winger. She might vote with Biden 75% of the time. But at least she goes out and she actually does help the homeless in, in New Hampshire. We've seen her at, at Isaiah 58 a number of times. And all the talk is about Lawrence and stuff. Look at Manchester, New Hampshire. Right. It's not far from here. Yeah. And it's really, really bad. Yep. There's a park down there, um, and they call it Needle Park. And that's what it is. Right. And uh, it's a shame. It's, like, hard to believe. It's, it's a beautiful area. It used to be really nice, and here it comes. It's getting worse and worse, and before you know it, tents are going to start popping up, and right. they're going to start living there. And what are you going to do? There's a um, – in that little square where they are, there is a um, library, and that is the bathroom <laughs> for the homeless. And it used to be a nice library, but it's a bathroom. Right. That's what it is. It's, yeah. like – do something. Right. Somebody do something. I'd like to see Don Bulldog take on the issue. You know, this is not a demo. People think that the homeless issue is a Democrat issue, right? Because Democrats bill themselves as those who care about the poor and the downtrodden. But just look at Massachusetts. I mean, we have uh, a, a Republican. We have a Democrat governor. He's registered as a Republican, Charlie yeah, yeah. Baker, but we all know he's a Democrat, yeah. right? The Democrats control the entire Senate, the entire House. I think there's only two senators that are Republicans in Massachusetts now. And yet, Massachusetts has a huge homeless problem, a huge addiction problem, and they've done nothing about it. Nothing. Yeah. And every every candidate that I have on, I ask them about it, the Democrats, they're just more funding, more programs, but they're very vague. They they don't really have a handle on what's going on. At least Gene Shaheen does. I don't think Maggie Hassan does. I'd like to see Don Bulldog take on the issue. Well he'd be he, great. He doesn't mention I was looking at what his issues are. Um strong economy, great. Uh strong borders. You're talking about um Don was uh a general in the U.S. Army, so um, he cares about that. Uh, energy, um, the energy independence thing that we need, and uh, 
right now, right before the election, we were talking right before the show ends up happening, um, the government took their supplies, their safe supplies in case of emergency. The emergency is this midterm election. Right, that's the, that's the emergency. That's the emergency, and they're pulling it because, let me tell you, gas prices would have gone up dramatically. Mm-hmm. They have gone up, but, I mean, it was ready to blow up right. again in, in a bad way. So it's a trick. They're using yes. the petroleum reserves to lower the price before the election to make it seem like it's not as bad as it is, but the minute the election's over, those prices are going to go right back up. Of course. So, like, the, I mean... I, Home I, heating oil. I should say they're not cold now, right? I should say they're not fooling anybody, but obviously they are. Yeah, you know. So you're going to pay more at the gas pump. You're going to pay more for your home heating oil. And what does that do for the poor and the downtrodden that the Democrats say they so much care about? When it, when it comes to fuel, forget it. That affects every single thing that's going on. Right. It doesn't matter. Strong leadership, and that's where it comes leadership. If they're not putting bills forward, they're not doing anything, they just won the sheep, mm-hmm. then there's no leadership that ends up happening. So I like that, that I saw that. he, it, Being a general, you would imagine he had to be a leader going through there in strong defense. Um, these are things that end up happening. So I, I like what I saw. Um, Hassan defeated Ayotte. Point one. She barely, this was her first term right. that she's in there. Hey, by the way, she didn't win. Ayotte blew that. Ayotte blew that election. I campaigned for, for Kelly Ayotte. Yeah. Really She hard. was disappointing to me. And when she came, I was there the night that she came out and made her announcement that she was yeah. not going to support Donald Trump. Yeah. And that was just the end of her. Yeah. Like, had she just said nothing? Right. Just say nothing. And, you know, the, politi- the, the media is going to keep throwing a microphone in her face and going, well, what do you think about Donald Trump today? He said mean things about somebody. And, and well, what is your comment? Are you going to dispute what he said? Are you going to condemn yeah. him? And she did instead of just staying out of it. She, she licked her finger, and she held it to the wind and saw it was blowing a certain way, not realizing that winds change, yeah. and ran in that direction, and she got beat. Point one. And uh, what a shame. So barely getting in, uh, is, as much as this is an, an unknown person, really. You know, I, I talked to a lot of people about him, and no, nobody really knows him. Um, you know, I didn't even vote for him. That I, I voted for Chuck Morse, and now looking into him, he's a good man. He can be, you know, the, the more the word can get out about him, um, where she barely won before, it could happen. Yeah. It could happen. He's going to stop talking about abortion. Oh, he ha- he hasn't, which is the good news, but right. they, ha- they have to. They have to stick to these main topics that are bothering people. Right. Uh, Every commercial should have a digital price on top of a gas uh, a gas pump going up. Yeah. And with a, with a list of all of her votes to shut down the pipeline, all the things that she's done to make it increase gas tax, federal gas tax, all the, all the stuff that she's done. That should be in every commercial. The, the price of groceries in every commercial. Yeah. It should be in every commercial. It, it should almost be anybody but her. Right. You know, the incumbents should have a problem. I don't care what side they're on. Mm-hmm. Incumbent should have a, have a problem this I year. Agree. That's the way it should go. So we'll see. What, what are some of the other races that you're looking at? Uh, well, the, the U.S. House, we have uh, Chris Pappas, um, who this is his first term in there also. Uh, Chris Pappas is um, a son of a giant restaurant, uh, the Puritan uh do you ever go before? No. Fantastic restaurant. restaurant. Where are they uh, located? They're in Manchester area. and um, Perfect spot for him. He should let the homeless camp right? out in front of his restaurant. Um, they invented the chicken finger. Oh, no kidding. And uh, 
huge restaurant, huge function hall, all the stuff. So the family is very well known and respected. And I'm sure he may be fine also. But he voted 100% to what Biden said. He has done nothing. Uh, There's Caroline Levitt that's running against him. She's got to win. Have you seen what she looks like? I did. She's good looking girl, good speech. Um, she sounds very energetic. You saved me for myself by cutting me there off. There we go. Because <laughs> you knew what I was going to say. You knew what I was going to say. Um, she's so beautiful, it's ridiculous how beautiful. Like, she's model material. Right? She could be on the cover of any of any magazine. You see how he good he is? He had to get right. it back in anyway. Though. Sorry. <laughs> but aesthetics are important, I think, in elections. Aesthetics are important, no? Yeah. If you're going to be looking at somebody for six years, you want somebody pleasant to look at, don't you? So... <laughs> I guess no. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving it alone, but yep. he is well known and she is not. Right. So there's a short period of time. And as I said, the numbers that um, the Democrats are putting forward, millions and millions of dollars towards it. And these unknown people that are coming in with great stories and everything have little money to get the word out. Right. So you don't know about them until we talk about them, but um, they're just not getting out there enough. I hate that any politician votes 100% with their party. Of course. It, it, I was a Republican for 30-something years. If I saw a Republican that voted with George Bush 100% of the time, I'm not supporting them because that means they're just doing what they're being told to do. They're not using their own common sense. They're not using their own morality. Yeah, yeah. You know. Then you got Annie Costa. Uh, man, I can't believe she even got in. <laughs> And uh, But I don't know this Rob Burns that is uh, running against her. Again, everybody was in the primary. I had a different choice. What I thought, Rob Burns gets in. I got to look into him and see what he's about. As much as I dislike Annie Custa, I don't vote like that either. Right. Right. I look, I, get, I have to learn about, about him because I don't want the devil I don't know to the devil I know necessarily. Right. Uh, so I'll look. But um, I do feel uh, that... If they're an incumbent and they allowed this to happen and they did absolutely nothing to stop it, well, then they deserve to get out anyway. Right. So at that point, let, let's get the devil I don't know. And uh, maybe they can't do any worse than nothing. Right. You know, it, I, I although, if you're a de- although if you're a Democrat, we want you to do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it would be better. Right. The it one would- thing about Barry Feingold in Andover is whenever he has a primary opponent, I always support Barry because if I have a choice between an activist Democrat that's going to be proposing ah. bills every day versus a guy that literally supported one, put in one bill in 22 years. I want the Democrat that does nothing. Yeah. It, it, as a person who employs somebody, though, if, if I – and they I employ them, too, because I'm a taxpayer, right? If somebody did nothing and worked for me, I have to let them go. Right. Right. So I have to let you go, Annie Custer. You didn't do anything. And uh, Chris Pappas, I have to let you go. You didn't do anything. Right. You have to do something. Right. Even if I didn't like it, make, make it, get an A for effort. You right. tried to do something. You didn't even try to do anything. Because I believe when they get in, they pull them aside and say, listen, don't do anything. Right. And you've got a job for life. Exactly right. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And they, so they do. Yeah, and they just check the boxes. Whatever the, whatever the speaker says to do, that's what we do. But wasn't there a point in their career when they were running for dog catcher or whatever their first thing was, is they wanted to change things and right. make, some, make something better. I don't think that this is the job they wanted when they were young and they first right. started in politics. What, what, what has happened to your soul at that point? Yeah. I think a lot of elected officials, and I talk to them a lot uh, off the record on a, on, a, on a regular basis, and I've come to the conclusion that most elected officials at the state and, na- and national level 
really don't believe that anything that they do is going to make any difference. So they just do the stupid shit they get told to do yeah. because it's not going to really make that much of a difference. Where they're wrong is you've got people out there like Diana DiZaglio, who's our state senator, who's now running for state auditor in Massachusetts, who goes to everything. And I'm not just talking ribbon cuttings. I'm talking, you know, when they feed the homeless on Wednesday nights, sometimes she shows up. And, she shows and, up at your party, right? And, yeah, your she bash. shows up at our charity bash. Yeah. She goes out and she... Finds people in the. She meets with the police chiefs on a regular basis, one on one. Find out what they need. She meets with the local mayors one on one to find out what they need, and then she carries their message in the Senate. She's one of the few state politicians that actually does stuff. So, but you, you talk to anybody else, and no, none of them are doing that. So, do you think she's inspired to go further in her career? Oh yeah, she could be governor easily in four years. Okay, easily. This is what I'm saying about these people. It doesn't look like they ever want to be anything further than what they are. Right. Or they would be doing something. Right. You know, neither of them are going to run for vice president or be picked for vice president or or to move up in any way. If if they are, they have no chance. I mean, because you can just look at a, a track record if you've never done anything and, you know, you want somebody like a Barack Obama that was doing all kinds of stuff right. and, and then ran for president, became the president. But somebody that does nothing, but then again, at the same point, our president that we have, you know, he did nothing as vice president. He did nothing as, as, as a senator all right. those years. And he's doing nothing as president. Right. Right. If people streaming across the border. He does nothing. Gas prices going up. He does only one thing for the election. He, he, he brings the prices down with the, with the yes. reserves. Those will go back up. Everything, he, but he's done nothing about he's done nothing about China, right? Um, North Korea just oh, shot a missile God. at Japan. He's done nothing about that. And yet, not even a threat. Not even a nothing. Right? Can you imagine if Trump was president? Oh then my happened? God! The missiles would be in the air five minutes after the, the the sirens went off in Japan. He was standing on the border calling for him, and he they weren't doing anything yeah. at that point. Right. But they didn't want the insiders in D.C. Permanent Washington didn't want him. Because he wasn't going to do what permanent Washington wanted him to do, which was nothing, right? Yeah. They, they wanted Joe Biden. So that way, they're in control, right? They tell Biden what to do. Then Biden says, okay, I told them what to do. But it was really the other way around. Yeah, yeah. You it's know? a shame. The other thing you have is Chris Sununu. I was just going to ask that. You got one, two, three candidates running against him. Uh, libertarian, two libertarians. How do you get two libertarians on a ballot? Uh, Democrat Tom Sherman, whom I've never even heard of. No. I've never seen a sign, never seen a commercial. No, this is a slam dunk for Chris Sununo, but it is also, this is the stepping stone now. This will be his last time, and this is the next move for him. And you may see him run for president of the United States in two years. Yeah. Even if Trump does run, he would be the guy to say, I'm going against him, because I don't think he, he loves Trump yeah. by any means. There was never any moves of anything. He stayed away all the time. So he's got issues there or something, which would be the end of his career, right. I think, if he ended up doing that. But uh, I see that he wants more. Where he didn't run for Senate, um, the reason why um, we had um, um, Chuck Morse running uh, who's the Senate president or was the Senate president was because um, Chris Anunu said, okay, I'm not going to run. So he went. Mm-hmm. And if this ends up happening, you may see Chuck Morse run for governor, governor as Chris Anunu runs for president. I don't know that Chris Anunu could win for president. I don't know that he could win a primary. He's too liberal. Like, I like him, and he's a very well, common-sense guy, but common he's sense also very he, liberal in a lot of issues. And, and, and that's the person that may win, right. somebody that's in between, because yeah. these people talk. Joe Biden talked, as soon as I get in, I'm going to be the in-between guy, and I'm going to meet halfway and talk to these people, which was a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Anunu may be that guy. Yeah. You know, he's somebody like 
You're Charlie saying, Baker. Yeah. yeah. You know, he is. He's a Charlie Baker. And everybody who's ever been governor of New Hampshire that was a Republican was a rhino, right? Mm. Or else how could they possibly get in? Right. They could not go to the far right and run and win. I just worry about what happens when he leaves as governor. Do we end up with another left-wing lunatic? Do we end up with another Maggie Hassan? Do we end up with... I've talked to him a bunch of times. He seems, like you say, he's logical. He's like everybody in New Hampshire anyway. The state senators in New Hampshire make $100 a year. That's awesome. That's what they get paid. That's awesome. $100 and a free toll because they have to go back and forth to Concord. So their tolls are free. And that's it. They're businessmen. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to them just like we're talking to us right now. And they make sense and it's logical and there's no points that they have to make sure they end up saying these particular words right. and the, you know none of that shit happens in in new hampshire and honestly i was in massachusetts for 35 years of my life i kind of miss all that shit that goes on because it's exciting to right. watch and stuff but that's not what happens in new hampshire right. you have citizen legislators yes. here they make what a hundred dollars a year yeah in massachusetts like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year and what do they do all day now let's, i want to go back to when Willie Lantigua was the mayor of Lawrence, he was, he, got, he was a state rep who ran for mayor and won and then said, I'm not giving up my seat as a state rep. And there's nothing in the Constitution in Mass that says wow. you have to. So the, his fellow legislators flipped the fuck out. Like they lost their shit. They were on the front page of the Globe and the Herald every day demanding that he resign. Because every day that he did the work of the mayor of Lawrence while he was a state rep, every day he was in his office working for Lawrence, he was highlighting the fact that none of these state reps do anything all day. Wow. We pay them 100000 a year to literally do nothing. Call Barry Feingold's office at the State House on any day at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You are never going to find him there. But 9 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon, 4 in the afternoon, call his law office. He answers his own phone. Right. All right. So these guys. They're double dippers. Right. right? It's, it's a part time job for them. We're paying them full time with benefits and perks and insurance and health care and everything else that we're giving them for perks. And, and power. And, and, they, and, and they maybe vote like 20 times a year. Yeah. Whereas New Hampshire's got it right. Like that's what the founders wanted citizen legislators who have real jobs, who go in, you know, part time, vote on laws, and then go home. Now let's take the New Hampshire House, for instance. Mm-hmm. 400 of them. Getting paid a hundred dollars, right? Four hundred of them. So you know something? You can't even buy them, mm-hmm. which is great. There's just too many of them. No, you you think you got the Senate? Okay, we can count the votes at the Senate. Good luck trying to count the votes <laughs> the at House. the House. Forget right. about it. Right. So uh, it, everything comes out pretty logical. I'm in the tobacco business. I mean, it's a big worry that everybody hates tobacco. Right. And uh, it's okay. We're one of uh, three states in the in the United States without a tobacco tax on cigars. That's there's awesome. Only, there's only three. Florida, which is where all the tobacco people are. Pennsylvania, all the online sales. And New Hampshire, where it's logic. Right. You know, has bills come up a million times, and I go talk to them and explain to them, this is it. You're not going to make any money from it. It's not going to end up, there's not a children's issue with, with that product. And they, oh, you're right, Dave. Okay, we're going to yeah. let this one go. Right. And although, the- although I understand that at least one person who told you that they weren't going to do that Maggie has took your money, yes. as I understand. Yes, it's a true. Story. And then voted the opposite yes. way. So you met with Maggie, and she told you that you absolutely not support a tax on tobacco, and then got in and sponsored a bill. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's and that happened standing right there. Wow. And uh, that's almost as bad as exploiting your kid on, on a, on a commercial. Go. Like you meet with someone, you take their money, you make them a promise, even though that's. I mean, are you buying a vote? It's legal, so okay. Yeah. 
But she made. Well, the, we wanted to know she how, how she was going to vote on it. If she was going to vote on our side, we have a donation for her. Right. And it was sizable, and uh, I want my money back, but that's not how that works either. And uh, that was the last time we ever spoke. What that is one. what is executive council? Is that just, is that is that like uh, you don't know? No, I don't. So I'm looking at one of the sample ballots, and you get Janet Stevens versus Catherine Haraki. For in Salem for executive council, but I don't know what executive council. Maybe it's like uh, I was thinking. Maybe it's like the governor's council in Massachusetts. There's a governor's council, so if the governor appoints a judge, they've got to be they've got to be okay. ratified by the governor's council. And I know Janet Stevens. I know the family yeah. uh, or, or her husband um, because you see some of that happen. Gail Huff that you ended up seeing mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. running and, and not winning. How did she lose? I can't figure that out for the and, life of me. Just by a little, too, but I, I didn't think that was going to happen. She should have won that race. She's Gail Huff, for Christ's sake. Well, and, and it was uh, was Carolyn Levitt is yeah. the one that beat her. Maybe she was hotter than her. I don't oh, know. She's very hot. There we go. I mean, my God. <laughs> yeah. My God. I have not. I think Kristen Cinema is very good looking. I, I got to think for Kristen Cinema. Um, but I got to tell you that I have not seen anybody. Maybe, maybe uh, uh, Bondi. The a former attorney general from yeah. New Hampshire, but she's still better look. I mean, she's she's model hot. I mean, she's she could be in the cover of any magazine easily. And why is she even in politics? Like, if she was my friend, I'd be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> right? You could be you could be making real money in like you know real industry. She seems like a lot of passion too. She's into it, but again, the polit- politicians. I worry about both sides, to be honest with you. So we've got uh, nine candidates in Salem for state rep. I see Fred Doucette is one of them. I don't. I literally don't know any of the other candidates, uh, but I love Fred Doucette. I met Fred uh, when Donald Trump was first running for. No, actually, it was even before that I met him. But then I met him again when Donald Trump was first running for president, and he recognized me right away. I hadn't seen him in like four or five years. I'd met him once before. He saw me in the audience at a at a Trump rally and called me up on stage. Oh, oh. Tom, Tom. Come on up. So I started to go up, and I had a press badge on, and one of the security guys grabbed me. This was in Lowell? And, no, this was in, um, in um, not, not Hampton. What's the next one? Seabrook. It was in Seabrook. Oh, wow. Okay. And so he was there, and, he, and, and I, it, he called me up. I started to go up, and I had a press badge on. One of the security guys grabbed me and said, no, the press has to be in the back. And Fred went over to the guy and said, yeah, but he's Tea Party. He's one of us. And they let me come up and stand yeah. on stage with, with, with Trump. Um, and then we went out afterwards for dinner. The nicest guy you'll ever want to meet in your life. Like I'd met him once before, but it was just kind of like to chat. And once we sat down, and we had to, he was like one of the nicest. I'm like, how does this guy not get elected every time he runs? Like he should just get elected every time yeah. he runs. And these guys are doing it, like I say, for nothing. Right. You know, this is passion and they want to make things better. And that's the way it is. It's beautiful. That's the way it should be. Instead of this career politician stuff that say, okay, I'm going to stay here the rest of my life and get rich. Right. You know, how, how do they end up? The, you see what the job pays and then they become multimillionaires. I'm, I'm a self-employed guy. I, I try to do the math and I go, wow, how does that possibly right. happen? It's all the payoffs. It's, of course. But they're legal payoffs. They, the lawyers get elected, then they write laws that allow them to take payoffs, and then they take the payoffs. And when the public says, hey, you're taking a payoff, they go, yeah, but it's legal. Because you made it legal. Yes. It's just like all these guys that are... That, that, that one they voted for, right? Yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> they had no problem showing up that day. Right. Right? Um, and it's like the ones that are, um, that are buying stock tips, right? Yes. They're buying stock, the insider trading. They know there's a bill coming up that's going to hurt a certain company. Then they shut that company and they make a million dollars on it. There's also a bill coming for not allowing that to happen. Yeah, that needs to pass. It does need to pass, yeah, but to pass. You know, you're not going to see 
see that pass, yeah, right? No, you never will. Because the yeah. politicians, they'd, they'd be cutting their own throat at that point, right? So you've got two ballot questions here in New Hampshire. Um, and I just had it here for a sec. Well, by the way, is, is New Hampshire, before I get to that, is New Hampshire thinking about ranked choice voting? I know I'm hearing a lot of scuttlebutt in Massachusetts now about it. I know, I know Maine went that way, and that's how uh, the Governor LePage lost last time around because of the stupid ranked choice voting. New Hampshire's not looking no, to go. That's I didn't good. hear a word of it. That's I haven't good. heard a word of that. Uh, then we won't ever bring that up again. Right. We don't give many ideas. Uh, there's two questions on the, on the ballot questions on the New Hampshire ballot. The first one, I'm not really sure, but I think I'd be voting no. It's to have a constitutional convention. So I read through all the documents. Uh, question one is, should New Hampshire have a constitutional convention? What that of means? Of the New Hampshire Constitution. Right. Very interesting is the New Hampshire Constitution, and I, would, I wanted to make some changes with that mm-hmm. because, as I said, we have no tax on cigars, and we do have a tax on cigarettes. And the Constitution says if you are going to put a tax on it, it has to be alike its closest product, which is dramatic on cigarettes. Right. So it's 64%. So if they end up taxing cigars, it's 64% or it's zero. Wait a minute. They tax cigarettes 64% 64%. in in New Hampshire? Yeah. So you know what it is in Massachusetts? Oh, yeah. It's got to be a lot more than that. something, right? Over 100. Well, I was paying almost $15 a pack in in Mass, and I was paying $9 here. Okay. So that's just just craziness, right? Yeah, almost double. And as I said earlier, the reason why they jacked up the cigarette prices 15 years ago was for emphysema victims. They said it was all going to go into a fund for emphysema victims. And, and, and you're, then, smoking, oh, you're smoking menthol, by the way. Right, so. which you have to buy in New Hampshire. <laughs> yes. Because yes. Massachusetts is so fucking retarded. I it. They're so fucking retarded in Massachusetts that they said, well, menthol cigarettes attract children, and we don't want children uh, you know, consuming a dangerous product, so we're going to outlaw Newports. Right. And then in this next breath, voted to make... Weed and gummy bears legal. Right. So you don't think kids are going to be attracted to candy? Are you fucking kidding me? Mushrooms now. Mushrooms, they're talking about all kinds of different. And that's something, by the way, if you come to New Hampshire, marijuana is not legal in New Hampshire. People think it is. No, it's not. I clean out my car before I come to the show. Okay. Because the last thing in the world I want is to get pulled over because I didn't, you know, use my directional or something. And the guy leans in and sees something in my car. It's a felony still in, Ma- in, yeah. in New Hampshire, and I'm yeah. sure that they're probably not enforcing it as much right. as they used to. But you get a cop that's an asshole, you could end up they you can. could end up in jail. Yeah, you know. So like when I come to my show, if there's any, I go through my car very diligently to make sure that there's nothing in my car when I leave. The and that hold up is Chris Sununu. He's against it. He says you're not going to see with me, with me in in office. Uh, frankly, I'm okay with it. You're a user of it. I'm not. Uh, but I think where we're live free or die. You know, no helmet law. There's no. You know. The, Different things that are up here, let people do what the hell they want too. Right. So, on question one, is to open up the what a constitutional convention is is the 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 state has their electors and they all get together and they decide what to change in the, in the yes. state constitution. But then it has to go to the public, right? It has to go back to the people. It has to be voted on. I, I'd almost vote no on that. I think because. I, I, I'd be worried about what they would change. Like if they would, if they were asking for a ballot question to change the change the constitution to say X, Y, and Z, like a specific thing. Yeah. Right. They wanted to make it a constitutional right, say for abortion in, in New Hampshire. For at least you know what it is that they want to change, so you can vote yes or no based on what that issue is that they want to change. But if they don't tell you what they want to change, they just want to open the constitution. I get really, mm. I get really worried about that kind yeah, of stuff. I, I, I mean, get you. 
Yeah, you know, opening literally the can of worms. Right. Yeah. Like All who right. knows what they're going to come yeah. up with, right? So I, I might be. Although somebody can come up with a better idea, I might be voting no. The second ballot question is: I'm voting. I'd be voting yes. I wish I could vote yes three times on that one. Is to do away with the registrar of probate. It's another hack Nobody job. Nobody even right? knows what it is, no, right? It's a hack job. If they're saying we don't need it, well, why would we keep it? Right. If they're saying right. we don't need it, I, I think my only question is what would you do instead, right? So right now you have a register of probate where you register wills, yeah. um, uh, uh, powers of attorney, healthcare proxies, um, stuff like that. I don't know what, what, how that would be handled after you got rid of the registrar of probate. Through, through your lawyer. Through just, your lawyer. Just through the, through, the court, yeah. just through the court system, you have yeah. to go through the state. Why, why should the state have anything to do with that I want to change my will? Right. You know, and right. keep it away. It's, a, it's another way, I think, is to keep politics out of your personal life, yeah. which is what New Hampshire was, was all about. Mm-hmm. I see some changes on it, but that's, that was uh, pretty much the, the game here when I moved up here. Yeah. So I guess I'd be voting no and yes, although I could be I could be convinced on the first ballot question if they can come up with a good reason. Like if somebody said to me, yeah, he's doing this because Chris Noonan wants to push through um, making sure illegal aliens never get licenses. Then, okay, then I'm for, I'm for opening mm. it, right? It's, it's, it's going to depend on what they want to change. If they're not going to tell you what they want to change, I don't know that I could vote Yeah, so, so make, make ballot questions and let people right. uh, decide at that point. Right. Anything else in New Hampshire going on? We want to let our... Uh, I haven't seen any busloads of illegal immigrants come here, which, which was Not good. yet. No? Not yet, but uh, they'll be coming. Once they go from um, Martha's Vineyard... And, yeah. and they went from Arthur's Vineyard to the to the military base. You know where they're going next. They're going to Lawrence. Okay. And Lawrence is oversaturated, so you know what they're going to do. They're going to put them on a bus. They're going to be in Manchester, New Hampshire within a week. All right. All right. And if, if those of you in New Hampshire don't think that's the case, you, you come see me a year from now and you tell me I wasn't right. They, there's not enough money for them out here. And that's another thing. When, like when this is not the place to come to looking for food stamps and, right. and free you know, stuff. Yeah, it's not here, which right. is, you know. Bad and good. Bad if you ended up needed, and I, I think the needy people are something, you know, you want to help the needy people, sure. look who I'm talking to. But um, with, with New Hampshire, even if you are unemployed, the unemployment rate number is so low of what they get here, you're better off being unemployed in Massachusetts. Right, right. I think if you're looking for free stuff, you're always better off in Massachusetts. Yes. They'll give you all the free stuff you want. Right. All you have to do is vote Democrat every time you vote. <laughs> and that's how they buy your vote, right? Yes, yes. So, um so the election is November eighth, I think. Right? Is that correct? Let me, uh, let me double check. November eighth, it is. So that's gonna that's gonna screw up the Valley Patriot. We're gonna have to wait a week before we publish. Um, anything else on on, uh, on New Hampshire? I know you've got you, get, you uh, got Jeremy Kaufman, a libertarian. He has no shot, but uh, he he's going up against Maggie Hassan. Also, um, what I don't like about that is maybe. She, it's going to take divide some, the vote. Divide, yeah, that's what I don't like. And uh, I wish libertarians would just stay home. You're right. I used to. I used to think I was a libertarian until I met libertarians, and then I realized that like they're all batshit crazy. Like they 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 they're right in in their thinking on a lot of things, but it's so rigid that you can't get them out of. Yeah, but the government does need to have like the government needs to inspect meat, right? When I go to Market Basket and I buy a steak, I want to know that it's going to be safe. Yeah, yeah. Right, and and they want to do away with all of that stuff. They want to do it with you know with to them, it's all about the free market, which sure. sounds good on paper. It's like communism. Sounds good on paper. Start trying to implement it, and you have all kinds of problems. Yeah. And, and when they know that they have no chance of it, and they're going to end up hurting, because they're, mm-hmm. they're more Republican than they are Democrat, mm-hmm. when they see that, why don't they just step out at that point and say, let me right. not hurt this, because imagine them losing by a couple of points. Yep. 
and it's because he because uh, the Libertarian got a couple of points. I look at that, and I worry that it's there, and I think the Democrat likes that it's there. Right. Maybe they put somebody in there. Yeah. You know, Donald Rumsfeld once said, you go to war with the army that you have, not the army that you wish you had. And as much as I hate Republicans, and really I do, yeah. after that whole COVID thing, but I'm still not going to not vote for a Democrat. I'm not vote for a Republican uh, and let the Democrat win if the Democrat's destructive. Yes. And that's just, that's just how so I So you vote. want to do nothing Republican? Do, do nothing, nothing Democrat, Democrat. right. Yeah. Like I said, Barry Feingold runs yeah. in a primary. I support Barry Feingold. <laughs> because if it's him versus Barbara Latalian, well, Barbara Latalian was submitting bills like every day. Vote for do nothing. Do nothing Democrats. <laughs> Maybe if I'm be, elected, I, I won't do a damn thing. I won't thing. do a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can roll up, Mel. I didn't realize we were up, uh, up against time. Thank you, Chris. You did a great job, as always. Get out and vote. You're going to be gone. We're not going to have a show next week. Yeah. We're saving the time, hoping that we're going to have a debate on the... Uh, let me pull it up. We're hoping we're going to have a debate on November 3rd. And October 27th. That's what we're hoping for. But we don't have a commitment from... In one can, in one race, we've got a commitment from the Republican, not the Democrat. In the other race, we, it's, it's the other way around. We'll try and get them. We'll try and get both of them here. Thank Dave Garofalo from Two Guys Smoke Thank Shop. Thank you. Thank you. Studio 21 Podcast Cafe and Chrissy and everybody here. The voice of God. He was a great producer, too. I liked, the, I liked uh, Jonathan. So, oh, Jonathan? Yeah, Mr. Jonathan's ah. a great producer. And he's a libertarian, too. So whenever yes, I say I hate libertarians, he'd come at me. Yes. And those are some great shows. Sounds like Melvin Taylor says you got to go home. Make sure you vote November 8th. And he, Melvin Taylor says you got to go home, so go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.